Are you ready to take your real estate investing business to the next level? Well, you're in the right place. This is the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. With your mentors, Wayne and Gabby. Good morning and welcome to the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Today is Monday, October 3rd, 2022. The weather today will be a high of 21 degrees in Edmonton. Did October trick you? Did it trick you that now it's changed October? Well, it's not I September started anymore? to write September and scratched it out. Right, right. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. I see the problem is. Mm-hmm. Big news today, right? What is today, it? Today is... We're going to be doing the draw for the top fan of the month. Whoop, whoop. And Everly's going to help us. Do you want to get that out of the way right away? You want to do it right now? Well, just hang tight because <laughs> dad needs to blow his nose. <laughs> okay, hang tight. Some of you might have heard us talking about DCI Properties and how much we like their process and deal flow as one of the premier wholesaling companies in Canada. But one of the things most people don't know about DCI properties is that they don't cherry pick deals for themselves. Everything they get under contract, they offer out to their buyers list. That's right. No sloppy seconds from no DCI. No sloppy seconds. So if you're an investor looking for their next flip project or cash flowing rental property, get on their buyers list today and check out their inventory. To get on the list for Alberta deals, visit www.dciproperties.ca slash Alberta buyers. Or for Ontario deals, go to www.dciproperties.ca slash buyers. All right. Good morning, everybody. Broadcasting live as we do every morning, Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. Mountain Time. On the Podbean app. On that Podbean app. That's where you got to join in order to join live. Otherwise, you just listen to the recorded versions on all other podcast platforms. Correct, right? Mm-hmm. I, I, whenever my daughter Everly's on the show, she's just always giving me dirty looks while I'm talking, <laughs> like I'm like I'm saying something wrong. Stop giving me dirty looks, throw me off. Uh yes. Um, thank you so much for joining. Uh, we got Ken joining us in the chat here, all the way from Okotoks, Okotoks, Alberta. Yes, 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 yes. Chastin saying good morning from Saskatoon. We got Ryan Letniak. From Edmonton, Alberta. <laughs> yeah, Chris joining in. Kirsten's here. Don saying good morning. Kirsten saying good morning. Good morning, everybody. Let's get to this draw. Let's figure out who is going to win those two free coaching calls. Uh, if you want to get involved in this draw and you want to be a part of it for next month, what you got to do is you got to show up every day at a live show and you need to engage. Okay, there is a reward for engagement on the live app. You can get that engagement by clicking the heart button, by calling into the show, by sharing the show on social media platforms through the app. Lots of different ways. And what you're going to notice is on the side there, on the left side, you're going to see an accumulation of hearts. And that's 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 the... Uh, that's how they measure it. And at the end of the month, what we do is we, we see who has the most hearts, the top five people with the most hearts, okay? <clears throat> what we then do is first place, we give them five ballots. Second place, we give them four ballots. Third place gets three ballots. Fourth place gets two ballots. And fifth place gets one ballot. We put them into a very vintage real estate investor dad coffee mug. And I look to my seven-year-old daughter and ask her, can you please pull a name to see who the winner is going to be? Mm-hmm. All right. What's it say? Can you read it? No. Kyle! 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 Ba, 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 ba. <laughs> Congratulations, Kyle. 
Kyle is the top fan of the month, and therefore he has won two free coaching calls. So, Kyle, what you need to do is you need to – is Kyle here? Yep. I can see Kyle. Yep. Uh, Kyle, what you need to do there is email info at reimorningshow.com, and we will set up your two free coaching calls get them scheduled in for this month. You got to use them this month. And in the email, just tell me a little bit about yourself, um, what it is that you're doing, what it is that you want to do, um, a little bit about yourself and a little bit about what you want to do so we can hit that ground running. On the calls. On those coaching calls. Very excited. Awesome. And thank you, Everly, for your help this morning. <laughs> You're an absolute star. As she eye rolls. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea that I had a 14-year-old daughter. Yep. <laughs> okay. Well, that's great. I'm happy for Kyle. Yeah. Uh, what do we got going for um, upcoming events? Nothing. <laughs> I think that Jared just posted a uh, flip meetup in Calgary. Did he now? Yeah. On October 15th. Did he? He did. October 15th, which is... Not this Saturday, uh, but next Saturday. Yeah, sure. Because <laughs> this weekend is Thanksgiving. Yes. Okay, so he says, it's that time again. The, the next Lake Bonavista Flip Investor Meetup is scheduled. Grab your admission now for October 15th. We'll be inching closer to completion by this date and hope to see you all there. Spread yeah. the word. We're less than two weeks from being done that project. Fingers crossed. And Optimistic. That is, <laughs> so that's Saturday, October 15th from 2.30 p.m. to 5 p.m. in Calgary at our Lake Bonavista Flip. And uh, we will... Hosted by Real Estate Investing Masters. Yes. And we will um, get that into the Real Estate Investing Masters Facebook group page and get it pinned. Yes. We do have a caller. We see you there unless your finger slipped. But uh, Sheila, we, we will be answering very shortly. Yes. <clears throat> Uh, also, uh, nope, she canceled. Her finger definitely slipped. <laughs> no problem. Finger slipped, she says. <laughs> <laughs> Some people get so excited with those hearts. They're just like, you know, smashing that heart button on the, uh, on the Podbean app. And then they don't realize that they click the call in button. Don't be shy to call in get your questions answered. You know, I'm genuinely curious, like who that Sheila is, is because we know a lot of Sheila's mm -hmm. and I want to know, like, yeah, but I don't recognize that spelling, spelling. Sheila. I know. And who I wonder, are you? Who, who are you? <laughs> we want to know. Oh, now is this a finger slip? Or are you actually calling in to let us know who you are? <laughs> we'll see. Call in now. She has. Okay. We've connected her. But I don't know if she did a double finger slip. No, she says call in now. Okay. She just needs to connect. Good morning. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay, hi. Oh, now we can't. No, I'm not sure what's going on. Can yeah, you we can. Yep. All right. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. Is this Sheila Adigwe? It is. I knew it. I knew it. It was really I... bothering me. It was bothering you. Why? Well, because there's so many Sheilas, and, and like you only have your first name there, so I don't know who it is. Oh, okay. It is. All right. So um, I know you have a few more things to go through, but if you have a moment, can you? Um, how do I put this? I know you've answered that question of what you will do if you were starting investing, right? However, with the way the market is right now, if um, you didn't have a lot of money and you wanted to start into real estate and um, how do I put that? What will you be doing at this point? So when I say you don't have a lot of money, let's say uh, you can get a mortgage, but maybe not a lot. 
I don't think it's a nice, uh, no, not nice, the right time to flip with the temperature of the market. However, I'm all new to all of this. So what will you be doing if you were starting with the way the market is at the moment, interest rates and all? Thank you. That's it. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to disconnect you so that way the audio is good. Um, that's a great question. And I, I agree with you in a way about flipping right now. Um, sorry, I'm just going to write down my notes here. <laughs> the anticipation. Um, I forget things when I start talking. <laughs> I agree with you. Um, and I've been telling everybody that flips have been a great idea all year. But then suddenly Wayne says in, uh, in October, October 3rd, third, that uh, flipping is, I would be very careful because I'm personally experiencing, I'm experiencing the market. Um, there are no buyers right now. Mm-hmm. And that's because all of the buyers, the non-investors, the home buyers are being manipulated by the media. <clears throat> that's the truth. And manipulated by the media because whatever is on the the headline and whatever is um is is surfacing um on social media about interest rates and when you should buy and when you shouldn't buy you know people will are, are like are like well we're sheep we are like sheep we follow whatever the news says that's the truth and re- currently um the word on the street is is that it's not a good time to buy a home because interest rates are too high so all of these home buyers are basically sitting back and be like, well, I can't buy right now because the interest rates are too high. I'll never be able to afford that. The mortgage payment's too high. I'm just going to wait till the interest rates go back down. But they don't realize that this is going to become the new normal. That yes, the interest rates are very high right now, but it's expected that they're going to settle down somewhere in the middle, somewhere around 4 or 5%, and that's what the norm is supposed to be. But everybody's been experiencing these low sub 3% interest rates for so long, damn near 10 years. Mm-hmm. Um, that they think that that's the normal, which is not. So until the the until the home buyers, the sheeple, um, realize that that is the new norm, there's not going to be a whole lot of buyers. But then at the same time, imagine all those buyers, all those new twenty year olds, twenty two year olds who are coming into the market that expect to be buying a home as they normally do every year, every spring. And they're not, or they didn't this past fall, or they didn't this past summer. There's going to be a huge, huge bottleneck of home buyers that were supposed to buy in the summer and supposed to buy in the fall, but then they didn't. I'm curious to see how spring looks. Mm Kind of like last year, where there was nothing on the market in the winter, And then all those buyers had to keep waiting until the spring. And then all those buyers came in in the spring in February, March. And it was an overwhelming demand for properties. And there wasn't enough, there wasn't enough properties on the market, enough supply. So everybody was flocking. And then what happened when that happened? The news got wind that there were multiple offers in Western Canada, in Alberta. The news got wind and they're like, oh my gosh, we got five multiple offers on a property. We got lineups outside the house. One just sold for $10,000 over asking. Mm -hmm. And then when that happened, everybody saw the news and then everybody flocked to the market and and trying to buy a house because they're like, oh no, it's going to be just like Toronto and and Vancouver. We're never going to get a home, right? Mm -hmm. And it got crazy. And then Toronto investors are like, uh, Ontario investors and other other out of province investors suddenly came in. They're like, "Oh, Alberta's on fire right now. Let's get in on that while the market's getting hot." And it just completely oversaturated it. And then everybody and their dog who had a house that they've been trying to sell for the last ten years suddenly put it up on the market because they're like, "Oh my gosh, I'm going to sell my house for fifty thousand dollars over asking." My sister, I don't know if she's on this morning. My sister's rent uh, house that she was renting. Mm-hmm. Her landlord put it up for sale and said, hey, I'll pay you $10,000 to, to end out. your lease and get <laughs> out because I'm selling this house. I got a buyer. Paid my sister $10,000 to leave. And then it all slowed down <laughs> because yeah. the supply finally caught up to the demand. 
right? Mm-hmm. And then it got too crazy. And then, so th- I mean, that's what happened, you know, earlier this year. Will that happen again? I think it's just, I think it's an extreme possibility. Except there's going to be, there won't be an inventory issue. There's going to be so much on the market because nothing moved. True. Still going to be, I think it's it, like, I think the difference is that it's still going to be a buyer's market. True. You mean seller? Yeah. Buyers. Yeah. You're yeah. Right. But I do also believe that right now, while there's blood in the streets and everybody's worried about interest rates and nobody can sell their house, now is a good time to get a good deal. So you can't you can't time the market. You can't. I trust me. I've I've tried. I've tried. And you can't. And if we could, then we'd all be we'd all be bajillionaires. So. But I do believe that this is a really good time to get a deal. So if you're, you know, in the, I, I would be hunting for really, really good deals. Maybe you're not going to sell it as quickly. Maybe you're not going to sell it for over asking. Maybe you're not going to get multiple offers when you try and sell it. But I can promise you, you can make money on the buy right now. So maybe you can make an extra 40K than you normally would on the buy, which will enable you to be able to have that property. It gives you the freedom to have that property on the market a little bit longer, mm-hmm. right? Our uh, Otwell flip has been on the market now for, you mind looking it up while I'm talking? Uh, Just shy of five weeks. Almost five weeks. We just got our first offer. We got a conditional. Accepted offer. Accepted offer. um, Last night. Yes. And we had tons of people coming through. And that was a really nice, nice property. Now, I I know where the, I know where our, what our blind spots were, but I know what it was that people weren't going to like about that property. It was a smaller kitchen just from the layout. Mm-hmm. So that was the one thing downside that we had going for us. But otherwise, um, we expected to get lots of offers. Uh, we, we priced it right. Uh, we were the nicest house in that area in that price range. Yeah. Nothing could compare. I went and checked all the stuff that was on the market. Nothing came close. Yeah. Um, uh, and... Like, it it's stunning. I walked in there again this past weekend. I hadn't been there in a while. And like, God, I would live there in a heartbeat Pictures if it was look, in our neighborhood and like, yeah. <laughs> pictures look amazing. And then the actual house, it, it did live up to the to the pictures. Yeah. Right. So anyways, that's what I'm just saying is that like, yeah, it's going to be sitting on the market a little bit longer. Buyers are a little, a little hesitant. Um, however, it's a really good time to find deals. So in my, I've been telling a few of our mentees, master's mentees that, you know, December might be a really good time to really find that really amazing deal, get a really good deal on the buy and then have it ready for March. Because mm-hmm. March, I, I'm, I'm predicting that all of those buyers are going to be finally fed up. doesn't matter. Even if interest rates go up another 0.5 or 0.75, I have a feeling that People are going to finally come to the conclusion that, okay, this, this is, is the normal. new norm. Yeah. That's it. Right. Um, there's a lot of investors, which don't take this with a grain of salt. Um, there's a lot of investors that are anticipating that the government's going to come in and um, start offering uh, longer amortizations again. Hmm. Interesting. Um, who knows, though? Who really knows? No, so that's, I mean, flipping, if you're not confident with flipping right now and you don't have the experience with it and you don't have a coach or a mentor to kind of help guide you through it on your first one, I would avoid it personally. I would. Um, that's my recommendation is that it's, you need to be, you need to have your ducks in a row and you need to do it right. Flipping is, is hard. There are so many decisions to make that can all destroy you if you're not very careful. <laughs> um. And I say, okay, I, I, I guess there should be some context to that. I mean that like literally every purchase you make has to be intentional as yeah. to what it brings to the property and if it's increasing, um, you know, like like what's the purpose of it. So literally you are spending 100000 plus mm-hmm. on this renovation on, you know, a kind of average size bungalow <laughs> and every purchase that you make and every hour that you're spending on labor, if you're not watching it carefully can add up very quickly. So it's, it needs to be a very conscious, everything is very conscious. Mm -hmm. And so you, yeah. When, when you said that, I I instantly thought, 
I wouldn't say destroy, but I, I agree with you. Um, yeah, destroy, see, destroy was a strong word. <laughs> but I agree with you. I agree with you. For the people that are just dabbling in this, thinking that they can just buy any house and they can flip it, mm-hmm. yeah, you'll get destroyed. 100% you'll get destroyed. Yeah. If you're ignorant and you don't take a course and you don't have a coach or a mentor guiding you through it, you're going to get fucked. You will. I. That's just... Uh, you know, we are not in a market where you can get lucky we are like, there is no luck right now in this market. We are not in a hot market where uh, there's multiple offers on everything. You need to be very, very, very careful. You need to make sure that you have people guiding you that understand it. Um, now if you have the right people guiding you and you've taken the right courses, then I would say that, um, it's still risky right now, but you, at least, you know, how to properly buy and how to properly renovate, right? Yep. And then the rest of the things that are outside of your control are are the things that you can't control, right? You can control the buy, you can control the renovation, you can control the end product, you can control the pictures, right? You can't control how many buyers are coming in mm-hmm. and who writes an offer, <clears throat> right? Yeah. So I think that you have a much better handle on on that on flipping if you have the right education and guidance if you don't have either then you're fucked it's just like right now there there's no there's there's no room for error there's no room for error (laughs) (laughs) because everything is outside of your control now yeah And, and i think the biggest mistake that um new flippers make is just over over uh well over or under um, renovating. There's like a sweet spot. Like you need to be up on the trends. You need to be, you need to know what the show homes look like. You need to know what people are looking for in the market. And then you need to dial it back and make the right financial s- decisions on where you're going to be spending the money. Like the, the most important spots of the house, but don't go crazy. Like don't put like a $8,000 schnazzy shower in the bathroom (laughs) because that's not a good, that's not a good way to spend your money, but make sure that the bathrooms and the kitchens are nice. It's like, there's this fine line that you're, you know, tightrope walking on. Yeah. Don't go too far that way. Don't go too far that way. It's like this just like really nice balance and, and, and you need to be confident in that. Absolutely. Or have guidance. Yeah, for sure. I, um, so to answer your question, Sheila, um, she, she mentioned two things. She has the ability to qualify for a mortgage. She doesn't have a whole heck of a lot of money to get started. But, you know, what should she, what should she be doing in today's market? And um, I don't think that Sheila was there. I don't recall. Um, but I could be wrong. Was, was Sheila at the agreement for sale workshop two weekends ago? <clears throat> I'm not sure. I've been talking about it for quite some time that right now the the opportunity, the big thing in the market right now is agreement for sales because there's going to be a lot of families. Okay, she wasn't, sorry. Um, there's a lot of families who are struggling to make those mortgage payments um, happen. For the families, the homeowners who are being affected by the interest rates, their interest rates just went up like 4%. And I don't know if Keaton's here. I can't recall exactly what that, you know, all the the details of like, you know, buying power and mortgage payments and stuff like that. I know that we have a variable um, adjustable rate um, mortgage on one of our rental properties. And we were loving the 1% um, interest (laughs) uh, mortgage payments for a long time. It was some great cash flow. But now they've gone up and it went up by like what, 600 bucks? Yeah, I think our the last increase. I think that we're now up around uh, close to the six hundred increase from where we were at. So, for any families that are sitting on that variable, they are hurting right now. For any families that locked in on their five year mortgage term and the renewal is coming up this year or next year, they are fucked right now. Well, and can we all agree that the um, the average family in today's society and and just kind of like where we at lives pretty paycheck to paycheck. Yep. Not a lot of people um you know are putting big chunks of money away each paycheck. They're all kind of stretching 
you know, they want the best of the best. And so they got the toys and they buy the things and they order everything from Amazon that they want. You know, everything we want, we get. And we live very, you know, we stretch ourselves. And even though we had that stress test for all those years, I mean, they still found a way around it to get approved, right? Yeah. They they borrowed money from mommy and, and daddy and or they borrowed it on a gift letter and but they, you know, they actually borrowed it from a line of credit and they paid the person. Like, it, I get it. Like, people were, were, were bending and stretching those rules, you know, for that, make sure that they passed the stress test because they really wanted that $550,000 house when truthfully they only have a $100,000 family income. They can't afford it. The math does not add up. And now that their payments are going up by, you know, they're getting their renewal letter for, you know, this, this, this February. And they're finding out that the new interest rate is uh, 5.9% and their mortgage payments are going up by $650. That's scary. Yeah. So what do they do? They're like, okay, honey, we can't afford this house anymore. We have to go and sell it. They put it on the market and they call their realtor. Crickets. And they, Crickets. <laughs> and there's no one buying and they're fucked. Especially not that $600,000 house that's 10 years old or whatever. Five yeah. to ten years old. It's not brand new anymore. If they want a six hundred thousand, somebody can qualify right now for a six hundred thousand dollar house. They're probably going to buy something new, right? Yeah, Keaton uh, in the comments here. Uh, Keaton's a mortgage broker. Um, it's been a roller coaster. Renewals are going to be a shock for many. Yeah, I read that, and I was going to read it out loud because that is that's just such a statement right now that people need to realize. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know that I was looking at. Um, I was going through. Our mortgages just, I think this past, yeah, Friday, um, I was doing a bunch <laughs> of uh, rental renewal stuff, like checking to see when all of our tenant leases were up. And then I was like, when are our, when are our uh, mortgages up? So I was going through, through them in my head. And um, I think the next one is like late next year. We have one coming up. Mm -hmm. So... Um. Uh, Keaton says another spot is parents who borrowed at 2% to give their kids down payment and now they're paying 6%. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, 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 um, it's, so anyways, with that being said, there's going to be a lot of families who are no longer able to afford and, um, you know, that agreement for sales strategy, that seller financing strategy is going to be a really good solution to those problems. And you as a sophisticated, you know, educated investor, yes, that means that you're going to be in, you know, taking on a property that has a higher interest rate, but you know how to ride that out. You know that this isn't for forever and you know that this is the new norm. So you're, you're, you're over it in your head, but they're, they're having a hard time seeing that. So you can figure out how to go about solving that problem for them taking that property on, making it a rental property, making it a rent to own property, making it a short-term rental, you know, whatever needs to happen in order to make that property work as a business for you to help you get farther. And that's a great way to start buying properties with little to no money down. In mm -hmm. a lot of those situations, sorry about the coughing guys, just one second. Hate to do that to you and into your ears. Um, that's what I was saying. That's okay. Can I yeah. um, come jump in here? Yeah. I think that, um, you know, like Wayne's talking about agreements for sale and, you know, how it's an opportune time to be, you know, with where we are and all that sort of thing, which is great. But I also think that, um, you know, I look back to when we started and then think back to when, like, some of the old-time investors started. And, you know, when we when we started, things were so much more different. You couldn't assume mortgages. You couldn't, do, you know, do all these things where these people built these massive portfolios and were now, you know, the experts. And we thought to ourselves, like, if we can figure it out now and if we can make this investing thing work now, then we're going to be laughing. Like, yeah. we can figure shit out in any market, mm -hmm. right? And that's so true still to this day. We did figure it out with, um, you know, different inter interest rates, a different market, not being able to assume mortgages. Um, you know, like we we got into the market largely using agreements for sale at the time yeah. because we, we figured it out. And, and then, you know, we learned all these um, strategies that work in all the different markets. So when we're in today's market, we know that if we want to pick up properties, we could do so by way of agreements for sale. We know that, you know, um, 
within this past year was a great time to be flipping houses. So we were flipping houses, um, you know, like we can look at each market and, and kind of know how we can, how we can make things work. Yeah. And I say the same thing to you right here today is that we're in a different market again, harder than it was when Wayne and I started and vastly harder than when all of these big timers that you're looking up to with 100, 200, 500, multi-family, you know, empires, you're looking at them thinking that they're gods, but they got into the market when it was fucking easy to get into the market. So I, I don't say that to discourage you. I say it to say, Inspire get educated. You get in figure out how to get in right now whether that's agreements for sale you know whatever whatever method it may be after you get educated and then you're gonna like you're gonna be squashing like you're gonna kill it mm -hmm. moving forward because you're gonna be able to do this in any market you're gonna be able to figure out what methods of investing work when they work and you're going to build a beautiful future for yourself in the and you're starting in the hardest time absolutely again not to discourage you yeah to inspire you yeah. because there is ways to get in right now there are things you can do you should absolutely start you shouldn't back away because it's hard you don't think just because it's not as easy as it used to be uh that suddenly means that it's not a good idea to get into it i ask you to 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 please everyone please get educated and get guidance so that you don't make mistakes that's not a pitch. That's just legit. I don't want to see anyone make any mistakes. Yeah. I know, you know, Gabby said, what was the word earlier? He said disaster or something like that. Yeah. I don't want to say that if you don't get education and you don't get guidance or coaching, that it's going to be a disaster. That you're doomed. <laughs> but go and talk to other successful investors and ask them what their first couple properties looked like before they got guidance, before they got education. Disaster. Everyone <laughs> says disaster. Oh my God, my first three properties were a complete fuck up. Everybody says that, right? And then they realize that, okay, I got to stop being stubborn. I got to stop being ignorant and I got to just invest in myself. This is a business. This is a business. And if you're trying to cut corners and save 50 bucks or 100 bucks or 1,000 bucks or 10,000 bucks, <clears throat> but you're trying, this is, this is literally your whole plan to quit your job. This is your whole plan for your um, retirement. This is your whole plan for like, you know, your, your inheritance for your children. This is your estate and you're not willing to invest in yourself. That's just ignorant. Well, seriously, but you're willing to go and get a college degree, a university degree to help you get a job for $30 an hour. Like it doesn't make sense. The logic is not there. And I get it. You're skeptical of, of, of people taking advantage of you and stuff, but do your research, do your research and reach out to other investors who have been successful and ask them what they did and who they reached out to. You need education. You need guidance. Otherwise you're going to fuck up your first few deals. And it, why I'm from the school of hard knocks. I learn on my own. Okay, <laughs> cool. I get it. But you could have saved yourself a lot of money and a lot of time. And you could have got there a lot faster. I've heard some of your goals. They're fucking audacious. They are fucking audacious. I want to have $20,000 a month in cash flow because I saw somebody on stage do it. Okay, how much have you invested in yourself? I don't need to. Fuck off. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Seriously, like that's so ignorant. That's mm -hmm. so ignorant. You are trying to accomplish something that very few do. I've seen lots of investors come and go over the years. Lots of investors come and go. I have yet to meet more than five people. I can't count on more than one hand that I've seen actually accomplish that. But fucking everybody comes in with the same story and they're all ignorant and they all quit because they say it doesn't work. But they're too ignorant to go and invest into themselves, right? So if you want to succeed, you got to get education. You got to get guidance. It's the truth. It's the yeah. absolute truth, okay? Now... You're all through that guidance and through that education, you're also going to be able to find out what is working right now from the experts. I'm telling you right now for free, and thank you for tuning in today. I'm telling you for free.
that agreements for sales, agreements for sale are, are what's hot right now is not now it's hot right now, but is, is what you should be focusing on right now. On top of that, there's a great opportunity to buy houses at a discount. What you do with those houses is entirely up to you and your strategy. You're going to have to figure that out. But there is an opportunity to get houses at a discount. Okay? It is a buyer's market right now. What's going to happen is we're going to get to the spring and Wayne was right all along and the market's going to get hot and it's going to be just like it was last spring. And they're like, oh, why didn't they listen to Wayne back in October and buy all those properties? They all went up 50% in value. Okay, that's not going to happen. You don't know. But if it does, I'm <laughs> sure they're going to be crying. You don't know. But what I can guarantee for you right now, I cannot guarantee the future. What I can guarantee is that in this, in this moment right now, you can get a deal on yes. purchases yes. that I can guarantee. Yes. And that is information that you can use. That is valuable information. What happens in the next six to 12 months or 18 months, no one knows. But what I can guarantee right now is there is an opportunity to buy houses at a discount and help families out of situations by providing them seller financing options. That is a fact. Mm -hmm. All I can provide you is the facts that I know for today. I cannot, I do not have a crystal ball for the future. So that's it right there. I can also tell you that flipping can still work, but you got to be super careful and you need the right guidance. I like flipping. I like flipping because it provides an active income. Mm -hmm. And for those of you that are tired of your jobs and tired of what's going on and you're tired of, you know, getting shit on every day and you want to take control of your life, I like the fact that you can take control of your life <laughs> and do something that's fun. A lot of people like the transformations, right? Yeah. We got another property getting, um, uh, we had another one that went on, uh, that's getting photos done today. Yeah. New listing. Hitting the market this week. We have another one getting clean today. Yeah. And then staging is on Wednesday. Nice. So you'll be seeing that one as well. Um, another one just, did the windows get done at uh, St. Albert? Yep. Okay. So that one will A get day clean. or two of finishing up. A day or two of finishing up. It'll get clean this week and then there'll be photos next week. We got lots of different properties coming. Like people love that shit. They love it. They love seeing the transformations. Right. And it's fun because it's, 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 you know, it's, it's, if you're going to do a business, I mean, that's a pretty cool business, eh? Yeah. To be a flipper, just yeah. like, you know, the, all the HDTV shows. Yeah. I'd still love, like, I, I still picture that, you know, like, um, when our business is running itself and we are out of it and just enjoying life, I'd still like to, you know, like flip a house or two every year. <laughs> we're, we're trying to automate this business. It's been, it's been a crazy year. Mm -hmm. Um, we, we really desperately tried to get the right people in so that we can take a step back and do the things that we like doing. It didn't pan out. It didn't pan out, unfortunately. So it ended up, we ended up taking a whole lot more back on our plates this year. And, yeah. and uh, you probably noticed that our tone has changed a little bit about it. And we've been just been talking about not getting any sleep. And so, you know, frustrated and stuff. Well, that's just things that were outside of our control, you know, it, that didn't work out. And we had to inherit those problems, unfortunately. But we're working our way through it. And we are going to still continue to manage and and trying to grow this 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 flipping business i wanted it done this year i did not want to have to bring it into 2023 yeah. but i'm gonna to have to i'm still working on finding the right people to help us um put this thing on autopilot mm -hmm. um but i really do like flipping and i think that even though it is a little bit risky right now i still feel like if you can make more money on the buy side then that will lower the risk on the sale side Absolutely. Yes, the risks are higher on the sales side, but if you can get a $30,000 more off on the buy side, suddenly it doesn't matter if that thing sits on the market for six months. All you got to do is just wait for the right buyer. Mm -hmm. Or if you need to drop the price by the after repair value by $30,000, you've got that cushion there, mm -hmm. right? That's my thoughts on that. But right now, agreement for sales, um, discounts on properties, and she said that she can qualify for a mortgage, so that is a value as well. And um, Sheila, if if you can qualify for a mortgage and you want to get in on rental properties and you want to get in on burrs, shoot me a message, okay? Just email me at info at REI Morning Show. If you can qualify for a mortgage and you want to get in on rental properties, I know people that are looking for people who, who can carry mortgages as a joint venture partner. Yeah. I know. 
Um, one other thing that um, Keaton brought up here in the chat on the Podbean app is uh, one of the most overlooked options by investors is uh, the 5% down by your own residence and uh, reno or rent the extra rooms. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, um, house hacking is absolutely an amazing way to get into the market as well. When you do put 5% down, you do have a larger loan and therefore the carrying costs are going to be higher. But you, then when you factor in how much you're going to rent the secondary suite or the rooms for that sort of thing, um, you can figure out, uh, you know, how much that's going to reduce the actual living expenses for yourself. So not only is it a great way to reduce your living expenses in today's rising interest rates market, but it's also a great way to then, you know, down the road when you do move on, you now have a great rental property that you acquired. Mm-hmm. by house hacking. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Thank you for bringing that up, Keaton. And thank you, Sheila, for your question. Yeah. Provided <laughs> us 20 minutes of chatter. <laughs> it's good. Well, we're able to give a market update, right? Mm-hmm. More or less on, on the flipping market. Able to talk about the upcoming opportunities and the current opportunities. Um, and guys, do your own research. Okay, don't listen. Oh yeah, don't listen to us. Don't listen to us. Okay, I I will tell that I'm I'm not afraid to say it. Do not do not listen to just one person. Be a good critical thinker. Listen to lots of people and and come to a conclusion on your own. Take all of the information and the data in, and then come up with your own opinion. And we're just one piece of information. We're just one source. Okay. And, and I just don't want you guys to be like, oh, Wayne and Gabby are right because they're on the podcast. No, no, no. This, a lot of this is just our opinion. Okay. And listen to other people and, 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 and come up with your own ideas yeah. and conclusions. We talk about what's, what's working and what's not working for us Yeah. and our situation and what we want and what we're after is different than all of you. So um, I don't, I don't want this to come across the wrong way, but, um, Gabby and I started taking flippings really seriously and opened up that side of our business wide open last year. And everyone is hopping into flipping now. Mm-hmm. And I'm not afraid to point out the obvious that we do have some form of influence over the community. And I'm very, very, very careful with that. And that's why I added that disclaimer a couple minutes ago. Please do your own research. Don't just take our opinion. But um, I do realize that when we say that we're flipping, a lot of people are like, oh, wow, that must mean flipping is good. And everybody hops into flipping. Or maybe they see that, it, oh, crap, it does work. Um, but I, I'm just, I'm, I'm urging everyone to make sure that don't just follow what it is that we do, Gabby and I, or what other people do, um, just because you know they do it, that, that means it's obviously the right decision. You need to look at what is right for you. You need to figure out what you want in life, reverse engineer it, and figure out which strategy is going to get you there the fastest. And I, I worry for people who are not under our direct guidance, who are not part of the master's mentorship program, who just almost take advice, but it's not specifically for them. Mm-hmm. Or they, 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 they try and follow along because they think, oh, I see everybody else doing that, then it must be right. It might not be right for you. Two reasons. One, it might not be right to get you to your goals as quickly as possible. There might be a more efficient way. Also, it might not be right for you and your personality and your character and where and how you are developed as an investor right now. You might not have the right skin for it. You might not have tough enough skin for it. So just I, I'm just asking everyone to just please um when you hear about what, what we are doing, we hear about what other our other master's mentees are doing, just please don't just assume that that is the right thing to do currently. I need you guys to do your own research, okay? And that's not a legal disclaimer. That's just me genuinely caring. <laughs> that's just me genuinely caring. I want to make sure that you guys are, 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 are getting to your goals as quickly as possible, mm-hmm. whether you're receiving our guidance or not receiving our guidance. But I don't want you to receive indirect guidance that's not for you. Mm-hmm. I want you guys to do your own research. There's so many different ways to reach your goals. Yeah. So many different ways. Right. Can we shift gears here? Yep. 
Um, could we talk about our uh, rentals for a second? Or for a few minutes? As Yeah, as you were talking there, um, I just took a second. And I just wrote a couple things down because I was thinking like, what have we got going on that's happened in the last week? And like a lot's happened, like rentals. Um, um, and then like the tenant buyer update about yeah. whether how we are going to proceed with that. We got updates on that. Um, well, I just I just wanted to, um, you know, like Wayne talked about how he's uh, taken over a whole bunch of tasks for me while I focus on um, taxes and stuff. And um, so one of the big things that we had ongoing was the two vacancies that um, I was severely slacking on and um, didn't get filled in time. And so uh, Wayne took over and um, I wanted to congratulate you for filling the two vacancies <laughs> with um, seemingly so far, I mean, I know it's early, one of them just moved in on the weekend, but so far the communication from both um, has been fantastic and um, fingers crossed that <laughs> yeah. you picked some good ones. Yeah, um, yeah but uh, Wayne, Wayne filled his uh, two vacancies, but in... While that was all happening, we had, uh, you also talked about a tenant who wanted out of their lease. Mm -hmm. And so. Uh, yeah, just when I got the two new tenants in, uh, we, we have the new, the, the second one moving in on Friday, this last, past, last yeah, Friday. Okay, yeah. And then instantly we get an email yeah. that same day of the person. Um, they accepted our offer of termination of the lease. I'm like, yeah. God dang it. <laughs> and now is, I finally get the two out and then I have another yeah. person. Sorry, the two in and now I get another one that's moving out. Yeah, so the great, uh, but the, the good news is that, um, you know, they, they we knew that they were going to be leaving regardless. Like they separated, they were in a um, a pretty big and fancy main floor suite that one of them wouldn't be there. able to afford. Yeah. So we knew that they were getting out. So they accepted the termination offer of um, two months worth of rent to terminate. As opposed to? As opposed to them just being um, responsible for it until we had it filled. So um, I think that they took the best option because heading into the season that we're heading into, it's getting tougher to fill vacancies and, um, you know, they they could have been on the hook for longer than that. Yeah. So hopefully it doesn't take that long and we can fill it right away. But we do have another uh, vacancy hitting the market here. And the crappy thing about it is that they just moved in in July. So they've literally only been in there for three months. Mm -hmm. So it's just like, oh, my God, like, let's get some st stability there. Yeah. Um, but... It's I, that, it's that, I shit you not, guys. This is, it's the same fucking property. Yeah, same that property. That property has so much turnover. It's uh, I'm going gray. I'm going goddamn gray. Um, yeah. <laughs> Everybody has been there for like at least a year before they move. It's not like it's. It's not well, like it's, it's main floor basement suite. Properties. Yeah, well, there's four. Well, and there's four suites yeah. um, on that on that property, so it always feels like there's lots of Just turnover. Always there's turnover <laughs> at that property, and then the other properties, there's nothing. They're staying long term. So it's, it's frustrating and it's like the, it's the farthest property that we have too. Yeah. So like, like it's like it, the, the thought of going down there, it's just like, nah, I'm not going down there. <laughs> that, that has probably been the biggest headache, that property, it, like yeah. just for management, just absolute. That was the landscaping one, yeah. which we got the landscaping done on there. Mm -hmm. I don't know if we talked about that either. There's so much stuff that we've been meaning to catch up on, but yeah, yeah so we have a vacancy there. They accepted our offer. I, I cut you off. I was just a little frustrated. <laughs> That's okay. I was thought I was done. I thought I was done with the whole tenant filling thing. And yeah. like, I was so excited to start working on other things, things that, you know, for our business and growing and stuff. And I'm like, oh, no. What? Back yeah. to the DMs. What I really like about that property, though, is that um, somehow we've managed, I mean, we have the one upcoming uh, vacancy there, so we, that we'll need to fill and find a suitable tenant for. But um, right now we have single uh, occupants in each of the units. Do we? Yeah. And, you know, like that's not necessarily the target when you have, you know, suited properties with a basement suite and a main floor. But when it works out that you can find a good tenant who makes good money that just wants the space to themselves um, and, can, and can afford it. It's such an amazing setup because the 
two tenants, unless you have like a really absurdly loud single person who likes to invite people over and that sort of thing, then you have a problem. Mm -hmm. But for the most part, um, you know, having a single person upstairs and a single person downstairs is such a peaceful arrangement for suited properties. And we have that situation in uh, one of our other properties as well. And they literally are in heaven with the with the situation of how quiet each of the tenants is and and like zero noise complaints. It's just such a peaceful living situation. Uh, that's one of the ones in Millwoods I'm talking about. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, wow. I haven't heard anything about that property. Yeah. So it's it's um, if if you can luck out and find that situation, it's great. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyways, that's the rental update, and I just wanted to congratulate you for filling the two, and then uh, wish you luck on the upcoming one that you have. Oh, thank you so much, Gabby. <laughs> I appreciate that. You know, I'm really looking forward to this uh, this opportunity. This I'm, <laughs> I love me a good challenge. <laughs> I am, uh, but I'm up for it. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> oh man. Uh, yeah, I guess I got to start advertising that today. Actually, so what's going on is um, uh, they said that they wanted to terminate the lease. These are the people that came from Quebec, if, you, yes. if, any, if anyone's been listening for a while. These are the ones that came from Quebec that wanted to bring their own washer and dryer. Um, they uh, they just got married. And they're getting a divorce already. So that sucks. Um, now, he, the, the, the husband reached out and said that he'd moved out and it was only her left there and they wanted to terminate the lease. Now, they just moved in and we're in October right now, right? And, you know, they're asking to terminate the lease. No, I am not terminating the lease after two or three months and have to pay for another vacancy and then pay for people to fill the, you know, the suites and stuff like that. That all comes at a cost. Every time someone moves out, that comes at a cost to me, unless I can miraculously make a seamless transition, which is very rare in a good month. In October and November, it is just not going to happen. So it's going to be, it's very likely going to be a two-month vacancy or a one-month if, if who knows, but the likelihood is not very good. So I'm not going to open myself up to that vulnerability of the likelihood that, you know, it's going to be a two-month vacancy because that comes at a cost to us. That comes out of our reserve. We have to, we have to cover that, that difference. And it's my responsibility as the working partner to make sure that this property makes money for my joint venture partner. So no, I will not agree to a termination. Okay. If they want to leave and I had, a, I had a, I don't know if you noticed this. I ended up deleting it. I got in an argument with a woman on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> no. I Fucking didn't. Alberta landlord community. Swear to God. I, you know, I tried, you know, I did that post about like, mm -hmm. you know, the, the email draft just to kind of explain the process of how we thought. It's trying to share and be helpful. I'm like, you know what? This is really good information for the Alberta landlord community. Sure enough, fucking amateur keyboard landlord heroes come out and they're like, that's not right. And I'm like, for fuck's sakes. Yes, it is. I know what I'm talking <laughs> about. I don't give a shit about your one bedroom apartment. Okay. That you've been landlording for 15 years, but they, they were just so stubborn that they didn't listen. And they, they said, you can't do that. You can't force someone to, you know, to accept an offer. I'm like, no, 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 no. It was an offer. See, if you forget about that offer for a second, they asked if they could terminate the lease. I have the option to say yes or no, mm -hmm. because it needs to be unanimous. Both parties need to agree to terminate the lease. Otherwise, the tenant is responsible for the duration of the lease. Mm -hmm. Now, there is an exception. If the tenant leaves, or if... There's also, it, it depends on your interpretation of the of the verbiage, but um, a landlord is not allowed to refuse it. They need to find a suitable replacement. They need to actually, with reasonable effort, try to find a suitable replacement. So if they say that, then yes, the landlord is responsible to find a suitable replacement. I will say that it, it is damn near impossible to find a suitable replacement when the tenant is still living in there. Yes. Okay. But that is our responsibility. Mm -hmm. If they say that, I say, I my answer, my response is, I do not agree to terminate the lease. So therefore, you are responsible until a suitable replacement is, is found. Do you wish for me to go and find a suitable replacement? If they say yes, then I have to go out and I have to try. Any costs associated with that, like rent faster, you know, fees or 
or any other like, you know, stuff like that. And those fees get charged back to the tenants. Okay. Also, the other um, um, exception is if they leave, if they abandon the lease, if they just leave overnight, they are still responsible until a suitable replacement is found and the landlord is obligated to make reasonable effort to fill that suite. However, any costs and the rent during that period until a new suitable replacement is found, the tenant is responsible for. Okay. And I explain that in the email to the tenant. Here is your options. Okay. Additionally, if you wish to terminate the lease today and not be responsible for any of that stuff moving forward, here is our offer to you. It is 2000. No, it was like three, whatever the number was. Basically, it worked out to be, the number ended up being two months worth of rent, not including utilities. Mm -hmm. If you don't want to be responsible for any of this moving forward, and you just want to be done with it, this is the cost to terminate today, for me to agree to terminate today. The Stummer ladies on the internet did not agree. (laughs) (laughs) Which, that's just ignorant. I mean, like, I, I asked them to provide, you know, reference material in in the RTA but eventually it just got to the point where it got so heated by them and they were so stubborn I just deleted it I'm like this isn't good for my brand (laughs) arguing with people on the internet um but I I wanted people to understand I wanted it to be valuable I wanted to share that with people but just the internet ruins everything I'm really disappointed I missed that you were driving do you remember me being in a really bad mood on Saturday while you were driving what was happening on Saturday I would fucking show you stupid lady anyways um but yeah that was that's how that's how it played out is that i i explained all of their options to them i referenced the residential tenancy act because i wanted them i wanted the tenant to go and actually verify the information don't Mm -hmm. just go to the internet okay and listen to some woman that doesn't know what she's talking about actually go and, and fact check and get the information here it is i want you to read this here's your options additionally if you would not like to be responsible for all that and you'd just like to be done with it today, this is my offer to you. Take it or leave it. So they had all the information they needed. And then, yes, they eventually they did agree that they did want to take the offer. We would prefer to just be done with it. Can we use our security deposit towards it? And you'll see in my post, if you guys haven't seen it, you can go check it out. I explained to them that, yes, we will allow you to use the security deposit once the walkout inspection has been completed and we can verify that no additional repairs or cleaning are required. If that's the case and we have a full security deposit to return to you, then yes, we will use that towards the amount of money that mm-hmm. that is the termination fee. Once we've received all that and the total sum of the termination fee, we will send you the termination of lease agreement both parties will sign and you will no longer be responsible. Mm-hmm. Pretty simple stuff. Yep. So that's that's what we're working on right now. Um, there was some complications on Saturday. Um, apparently, the husband and wife are not on the same page. Um, wife didn't leave the keys behind. She left on Friday. Husband comes by, calls both of us saying, hey, can, someone please, <laughs> can someone please come bring me a key for the garage? No, I'm not coming to bring you a key for the garage at eight o'clock on Saturday, whatever the hell it was. Call uh, your call your wife. Call your wife. We'll get the goddamn key. And and now, so I, I this is what I got to deal with this morning, is um I got to figure out if this this the wife is going to be coming back with the keys. Otherwise, if there's keys cut, that's coming out of the security deposit. Yeah. So, anyways, we'll deal with that today. But we're gonna get all that finished up. I'm gonna go in there and, and do the walkout inspection the next couple of days and and make sure it's all good and ready. And if it's all good, then yeah, we'll be advertising for new tenants. Mm-hmm. Um, but we've got two months worth of rent, um, or at least money to cover two months worth of rent, so that'll cover us for October and November. Yeah. Um, so that way we have the peace of mind and assurance that we don't have to quickly just fill the vacancy because we're scared. You know what I mean? Like I, I find that like if you're in October and you're like, Oh, we got to fill this vacancy quickly because I know there's going to be a lot less tenants uh, available in that prospect pool for November because it's getting closer to winter. So that gives us a little bit more freedom to just make sure that we make the right choice and not an impulsive mm-hmm. emotional decision. Yeah. And one thing that um, I will urge you Wayne Hillier to do uh, <laughs> when advertising is um, <clears throat> offering 
like a 10 month lease to take us to the end of August yeah. or, you know, actually that would probably really be the only option that I would like. Uh, Cause you don't want to offer a new tenant really, uh, you know, like 16 month lease. Cause you don't even know if they're going to be a good tenant or not. True. Right? <laughs> True. Um, yeah. But, uh, if, if we do the full, year say we get them for november 1st and we do the full year then we have a possible upcoming vacancy october 31st and we're back in the same situation of trying to fill a vacancy in a bad time of the year yeah absolutely yeah so awesome seven o'clock um yeah great chat today wayne you as well gabrielle <laughs> um I suppose we've got lots of other things we can update you on this week. Yeah. Um, I made a couple notes, things to talk about later on this week. How about a big congratulations to Kyle? Yeah. Right? Kyle Congrats, winning, Kyle. Kyle winning the two free coaching calls. I'm excited. I'm excited to hear what's going on. Kyle, again, reminder, um, shoot us an email at info at reimorningshow.com. Um, write, me a, write me a little story about you. I want to hear a little story about <laughs> Kyle and and who it is that you are and what it is that you got. Tell me about your family, your obligations, your responsibilities, and tell me what it is that you want. And, and lastly, what it is that you want to get out of these two free coaching calls. Indeed. What's the outcome that you want from this? I'll get it for you. Okay, guys, we will see you guys tomorrow morning. Have a beautiful day. Thanks for listening. To the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Interested in being a guest on the show? Send us an email to info at reimorningshow.com. 